Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 2 and 3. Do not be quick with your mouth. Do not be hasty in your heart to utter anything before God. God is in heaven and you are on earth, so let your words be few. As a dream comes when there are many cares, so the speech of a fool when there are many words. Uh, when I sat down to write about uh, this passage, um, I recalled a class, I think it was in anthropology, uh, in my first year in college. Um, and I describe it this way. In my first year in college, I took an anthropology class that attempted to provide a comprehensive definition of man as distinct from all of the other species on the earth. I remember reading of several definitions, such as toolmaker. Uh, but the one that seemed to work the best was a concept that man was a word maker. And uh, there were many of those. I mean, basically, it was uh, the professor or the teacher in that situation was not actually referencing anything to do with the Bible. Uh, man was, in his vision, a standalone the Bible was not relevant, and yet they still came up as one of the definitions that they were working with is, is, is word maker. Of course, you know, if, if you're a biblically oriented person, you're going to, the ultimate word maker is God himself. And uh, when hmm. we're made in the image of God, he shares with us the power of the word. Uh, the word comes from God, not from us. But the, the scientist wants to, you know, we're creatures of the earth, we're the uh, product of evolution, uh, and somewhere along the long road uh, to now, uh, we uh, not only uh, learned how to write and read, but we created the words to describe the environment, the reality we live in. Um, I think... Sometimes science diminishes the power, beauty, and goodness of the Bible itself uh, for its own purposes. Yeah, I, I think that's probably true. And I, I would add another word um, that gets diminished, which is the mystery. I feel like um, there's so much attempt to remove all mystery from the way we learn, the way we experience the world. But if there is a God, like it says here in, in Ecclesiastes 5, God is in heaven and you are on earth. So let your words be few. To me, that points to having a sense of wonder and mystery. It says, do not be hasty in your heart to utter anything before God. If there is a God who, who created the universe and he is other and he is divine and he is all powerful, just the awareness awareness of his presence should lead us to humility. That's one of the things I'm sensing in this scripture is humble yourself. It's his, like you said, Eric, it's his words that spoke the universe into existence. Uh, we don't need to chatter all day long thinking we are discovering or inventing or in control of this world around us. No, there's someone else who is. And we can humble ourselves before him and be in right relationship with him. Yeah, the uh, uh, I, I um, when I was writing this, I, I discovered a C.S. Lewis uh, quote that kind of deals with what is going mm. on here. And it goes like this. Does the whole vast structure of modern naturalism 
depend not on positive evidence, but simply on an a priori metaphysical prejudice? Was it devised not to get the facts, but to keep God out? Mm. Uh, C.S. Lewis is... Yeah, so the opposite of that. Well, I, oh, just, he's, yeah. I was just going to laud C.S. Lewis as I, I'm reading The Great Divorce mm. right now. Um, and I, I, chapter five mm, is for everybody. So <laughs> it's unbelievable. But uh, yes, uh, go ahead. You were saying. No, that's, uh, I'm glad you brought up C.S. Lewis because I think the opposite of what he's talking about here is a sense of wonder and awe and mystery. And like we've said a couple of months ago, you know, God gave us two ears in one mouth <laughs> so we can listen doubly, especially in our relationship with God, right? It's like, okay, Lord, show me, show me the wonder of who you are. I just want to take that in. I don't need to tell you anything today. I want to just take in uh, your awesomeness. So you, you touched on uh, a few words that we had talked about um, uh, a while back. And uh, I've been really thinking about them. And the four words are goodness, truth, beauty, and mystery. And it's so funny. It's so hmm. uh, I because, you know, you and I haven't spoken for a little while. And here we are. And then you bring in uh, something that I think is so essential for anybody approaching the Bible, and that is get off the high horse of, of uh, just accumulating knowledge and accept the mystery of your own existence, the mystery of God, the mystery of life itself, because it's so unique in the universe. Uh, and uh, just it, it, it actually, by embracing mystery, that's not ignorance, but mystery, you can't know everything and and you will not know everything in the, the time you live here on earth however um by embracing uh, you uh, mystery you open up the power of the word of god 